0: This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, TikTok has been banned again, this time for federal government contractors. Senator Elizabeth Warren wants to play 20 questions with DOD contractors over their pricing practices. And a new bill would strengthen a VA program that supports caregivers of veterans injured in the line of duty. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Monday, June 5th, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. The TikTok ban now applies to federal contractors. A new acquisition regulation released Friday bans contractors from using the popular social media app on any device used for official business. The White House directed agencies to get TikTok off their networks in February. The new contracting rule applies to devices regardless of whether they're owned by the government, the contractor, or the contractor's employees including phones used as part of a bring-your-own-device program. It does not apply to a personally-owned phone that is not used in the performance of a contract. The Defense Department is facing new questions over contract pricing. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us more. The Pentagon is on the hook to answer 20 questions from lawmakers over how its insurance is receiving fair and reasonable prices from contractors. Senator Elizabeth Warren and Congressman John Garamendi wrote to Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin seeking details after a report by 60 Minutes alleging price gouging by defense contractors on weapons systems. The lawmakers also wrote to Boeing and Transdime pressing the contractors on their reasons for not providing DOD with cost and pricing data. Responses to the lawmakers' questions are due by June 12th. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Defense Department says it's picked 11 projects as part of a new program to bridge the so-called Valley of Death in 2023. Congress gave DOD permission to spend up to $150 million this year on a new program called AppFit. The idea is to give a slight spending bump to technologies that have already proven they might be useful in a military setting, but don't have enough funding to field in big quantities. Each of the projects will get an influx of 10 million to $50 million to field technologies from small and non-traditional defense contractors. The Department of Veterans Affairs is finalizing an agreement with one of its unions after years of stalled talks. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The American Federation of Government Employees National VA Council ratifies a tentative agreement with the VA. The VA says the agreement will help it expedite the hiring process as the department prepares to staff up to implement the Toxic Exposure Pact Act. The agreement amends a collective bargaining agreement that's more than a decade old. AFGE and the VA resumed negotiations back in December 2017, but both parties have struggled to reach an agreement. The agreement still needs final approval from VA Secretary Dennis McDonough to go into effect. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. A new bill seeks to strengthen a Department of Veterans Affairs program to support caregivers of veterans injured in the line of duty. The Veterans Caregiver Application and Appeals Reform Act would require the VA to provide more specific information when denying caregiver applications and would make it easier for veterans service organizations to help in the application process. The bill's sponsors, Senate VA Committee Chairman John Tester and Senator Mike Braun, say the VA Caregiver's Program lacks transparency and doesn't give veterans enough help through a complicated application process. A software industry group says a former General Services Administration official will lead the expansion of its work in the federal procurement space. BSA, the Software Alliance, announced Jessica Salmaraji is joining the Trade Association as Senior Director for IT Modernization and Procurement. Salmaraji had previously served in GSA as Chief Acquisition Officer and Associate Administrator. She most recently served as Executive Vice President of Shared and Managed Services at Golden Key Group. Agencies now have one place to find information about program evaluation efforts across the government. The Office of Management and Budget's new Evaluation.gov website is the home for the Evaluation Council and agency evaluation plans required under the Evidence-Based Policymaking Act. The site is attempting to create a community around program evaluations to include the March updates of agency-specific evaluation plans as well as a place for members of the Evaluation Council to exchange best practices and lessons learned. It also includes new research opportunities, including one from GSA, to measure the impact of community engagement on how public funds are spent. GSA will hold a virtual meeting to discuss this opportunity on June 21st. Almost two dozen agencies have taken steps to improve their transparency and accountability over the past year. Those 21 agencies ranging from the Departments of Veterans Affairs, Commerce and Homeland Security to the Consumer Product Safety Commission and the Federal Trade Commission received the Certificate of Excellence in Accountability Reporting or SEER awards from AGA last Wednesday. AGA which stands for Advance, Grow, Accelerate is a financial-related association. AGA also honored the Treasury Department with the Value-Added Distinction Award for the high standards met in its financial reporting. John Hummel received the Harold Steinberg Excellence in Accountability Reporting Award. Hummel was instrumental in developing the SEER program and now works as a consultant. AGA has been recognizing agencies with the SEER Award since 1997. Agencies should implement eight leading practices to improve how they collaborate and improve their performance. The Government Accountability Office says these include defining common outcomes, bridging organizational cultures, identifying leadership, and clarifying roles and responsibilities. GAO detailed these leading practices after identifying common issues and challenges among several agencies on GAO's high-risk list. GAO says these leading practices will let agencies address cross-cutting challenges in the federal workforce, such as foreign aid, cybersecurity, and infectious diseases. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Monday, June fifth, 2023, I'm Peter Messerlian. <music>